the job is looking for the worst in people. Turns out I excel at that. You a PI? I'm just trying to make a living. You know, booze costs money. Usually. Jessica Jones. I saw you. What do you want to know? Can you punch through a wall? Stop a moving car. A slow moving car. The way I see it, being a hero just puts a target on your back. I've been there, done that. Up to this door. What if there was someone else out there? But his ability was to make people do whatever he wanted. Control? You have no idea what I've done. What he made me do. Jess, he isn't here now. Well, he's always here. Yes? You'd like to invite me in? Absolutely. Kilgrave leaves a trail of broken people behind him. He made me jump. For hours as high as I could. He said I was never as good as you. He's back. He's coming for me. Let's start now. No! Jessica, I'm the only one who matches you. And we're inevitable. Oh my god. God didn't do this. The devil did. Now I'm gonna find him. Not watching podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by John Marson and Marcus Hurley. You can contact us on email at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. So we're deep in the uh, the autumn TV fucking tsunami, as it were, <laughs> and uh, on top of all of that, a uh, couple of video on demand shows have just dropped. Uh, first one we're going to talk about is um jessica jones the new uh marvel netflix show um john hasn't watched any of it but me and marcus have i've only watched the first three i think uh but you watched all of it didn't you marcus i have um couldn't help but not watch all of it to be honest (laughs) i did it in two sittings though if that helps (laughs) no you're still a greedy pig actually no yep no i think three sittings actually I think yeah. I remember texting you on Saturday and you mm. were like, I'm just about to watch episode 10. So that <laughs> yeah. was a pretty good turnaround. Yeah. Uh, I did, <laughs> I did the last two, um, the other day and that was, that was, that was quite satisfying. Cool. <laughs> so if I tell you, well, I've, I've only watched episode three, so I've only got to the point where, uh, we've sort of seen a little bit more of David Tennant's character, okay. but, but I guess we should probably set it up really. Um, this is like this, um, this is the second show uh, in the kind of Defenders canon, uh, that corner of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and this, uh, I didn't know a lot about Jessica Jones, but she, 
uh, basically the show is set in the same part of New York, Hell's Kitchen, I believe. Yep. yep. And um, and she is like uh, kind of an an ex superhero, uh, where basically she she kind of can well she can't fly, but <laughs> in her own words, she sort of says it's kind of jumping and then falling and stuff like yeah um she's not very good at it but she's super strong and um so but she's decided to hang up her spandex and uh become like a private investigator um so she can still help people but it's kind of a bit more on the down low and uh she's not um quite the liability she might have once been um so there's there's a lot of sort of um backstory going on that is not fully explained uh she's got friends who i think also shared a similar sort of lifestyle um but at the point i'm at none of that's really been answered um but we have had our first glimpse of uh david tennant as the purple man who uh she has a a lot of history with um so uh he's kind of got like the the word of God, as it were, like similar yeah. to Preacher, he can I, kind of. I use that to explain Preacher basically to Suze. I was like, um, "That's Preacher, only probably a lot worse." <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but he's not very nice. It, he he definitely doesn't use his powers for good. No, um, oh. he's very creepy. Um, well, it's David Tennant is going to be. I think he's a fantastic villain, actually, and he, he just seems to get yeah. better and better because um, I'm not going to. Obviously, I don't spoil it, so I'm not going to give it away. But he's actually—I find that of all the villains, he's a little—he reminds me a bit like the Kingpin in Daredevil, yeah. in that he's fallible as a person, even though he's supposed to be this big super. The way that they've written him, he's almost—yeah—they've—they've they've humanized him quite nicely. Yeah, someone was complaining on Chili Dogs that um, there was only the one baddie, but I think in the similar way to daredevil that they're kind of using the the sort of um serialized approach yeah. to kind of really explore like but, one villain but um, I, but I had that person seen all of it before they made that complaint they had yeah but in that case I, I think that person is making a mistake because yeah. that character is pivotal to the entire arc so so, <laughs> so that you person can't is really just complain wrong. that there's one bad guy because he's the motivation for the characters yeah so i mean i'm impressed with what i've seen of it so far um i definitely want to see more uh i love the tone of it uh there's also um the introduction of luke cage who i think is getting his own show at some point as well yeah it's a nice i would say that it's um it's strange because um it's it's hell's kitchen the area yeah and um yeah and it's quite nice to see something else taking up space in that area that they've built up, which means that there could be, you know, there's potential for... I mean, I'm hoping it gets a second series. I really am. So is um, Gordon yeah, Ramsay in it? Pardon? Is Gordon Ramsay in it? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Although oh, no, David no. Tennant's character is strangely close to <laughs> his detestability, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're saying that um, if they do a second season, then it will be after the Defenders yeah. team up show. Yeah. Because um, we've got, I think there's uh, Luke Cage is going to be the next one. Oh well, that will be. I think they're going to do second season of Daredevil, which will introduce the Punisher. Then they're going to do Luke Cage, and then I think they're either going to do Defenders or they're going to do Punisher instead of Iron Fist. <laughs> and Iron <coughs> Fist 
will apparently get introduced in something yeah. and then get like a he'll they're going to build a Netflix movie off him. That's kind of the what they're what they're talking okay. about doing right now. The Punish so, is a good shout. Yeah, I really yeah. hoped that Punisher would be a really good idea. Yeah, it's it's great casting as we've mentioned on here before. Well, um, I was I was saying I was actually as I was watching all of it, I was actually saying to um, I couldn't help but think the way that they've done the tone of Jessica Jones is perfect because what they've done they essentially there used to be a, a movie label called Marvel Knights, which um, right. I think. I'm not sure if Blade was part of it, but Blade was New Line. But it's what the first the few Punisher films are under. And it was supposed to be a more adult version of the Marvel label for movies, you know, as opposed to the family-oriented one of the MCU. Um, yeah. So things like Jessica Jones would never, ever really fit into the MCU. Um, yeah. You know, the first few episodes are really adult. And it's just, <laughs> you know, it's 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 there's lots of profanity and drinking and constant drinking and all this sort of stuff so it's a lot of sex yeah exactly as well it's a hell of a lot of sex in it um but it made me think maybe this is marvel paving the way because remember what i said a couple of episodes ago where they were talking about they've got the blade license back and what they would do yeah. with that so i'm thinking they, they seem to be paving the way quite nicely you've got jessica jones then you've got the punisher which has to be which has <laughs> to be adult it has to be <laughs> it has to, yeah yeah <laughs> It has to be basically, um, you know, almost no holds bars in its gore yeah. and stuff and everything else. And so that would pave the way for something like Blade, which is also meant to be violent. You know, the bloke uses a sword. There's no way you can get around that. He jump cuts and all this sort of stuff. How dark oh, do you no, reckon they're going to go with the Punisher? Because, I mean, some of the comics are pretty brutal with him. Yeah, know, that's what I mean. Um, it would be a really nice like way. That. In fact, I think Punisher would be more brutal than Blade because with Blade, you kind of have a little bit of... Um, uh, a little bit of leeway because mostly he's not killing humans. Yeah, it's all right to do whatever you want to monsters. Exactly. Right? If a person <laughs> bursts into flames and turns to ash, you know it, it it tones down the label a bit. I mean the um the rating a bit, a little bit. Um, you know you yeah. can decapitate five hundred vampires as long as they turn to ash. But the moment yeah. you cut someone's head off, it's like oh eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's quite a lot of violence in Jessica Jones. Yeah. Like lots of uh, like brutal shootings and stuff. I mean, nothing that's, like, creeped me out or anything, but, uh, yeah, it's um, it's it, it's definitely of the same sort of uh, oeuvre I would as say, Daredevil. I would say watch it in batches of episodes. Um, it does slow down a tiny bit in the, right in the middle of the series, but then it quickly right. picks back up momentum again. Um, yeah, well, I watched the first three over the weekend, yeah. and um, I would have watched more if I'd have had time, but those three episodes, uh, they they kind of brilliantly sort of tie up uh, certain plot strands. Yeah. I mean, it's really yeah. well written. I, I'm not, I can't, haven't got the name of the writer to hand, but um, apparently she worked on Buffy, mm-hmm. um, and and it's it's definitely got a pedigree to it. Yeah. Like there's there's like a twist at the end of episode three that kind of spins it off in another tangent. I I, I, I think it's really well written, definitely. Mm. Um, the thing that got me as well was um, I actually think I remember the comics when I was used to visit from the planet because they went under the um, the thing of Alias Investigations. That was the That's name right. of the That's comics. That's company, yeah. isn't it? And so it wasn't actually, you know how Marvel comics always be named after the protagonist um, generally? Yeah. Uh, this one wasn't called Jessica Jones, so that's why probably why no one has really heard of her. Um, so it was quite nice to do that. And doing a bit of research on the character, it was quite funny to realise that 
it was weird how Marvel created a character essentially, or the the creators created the character in two thousand and one, and then retconned her into the Marvel universe. Right. So, okay. So I mean, it hasn't been. I mean, there's been little bits hinted and stuff on the show, but it hasn't really mentioned it. But like all of, for all of her issues of being a failed superhero and stuff, because she's very, you know, she's got a lot of emotional issues and stuff. It turns out her psychotherapist or her therapist was Jean Grey. Oh right, yeah. So they yeah. they created this character that. and they basically put her into uh, the various parts of Marvel. So it'd be, it's, it's interesting to see what happens. And I, I, I so and I, I would definitely I would definitely say watch more of it because it quite nicely the show. I would say the show is definitely well put together. So is the idea like oh you may not have heard of this character before? It's because she well frankly she's a bit of a failure. Yeah, she, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the whole, but that's the whole premise of it. And she says it herself. She says, "I'm no hero. Tried it. I sucked. I hated it." And it was like, yeah, um, you know. And that's the whole thing. It's it's her. Not. It's, I think she's literally probably one of the genuine anti-heroes you'll see because she doesn't give a shit about stuff, but yet she will still do the semi-right thing. Well, it's almost like she's hiding. Yeah, that's kind of the the feeling you get. Or just that, giving up on everything, not caring. You know, she's she's down in the doldrums or whatever, and just not. Yeah, she's basically just yeah, just hiding out. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, she. It's uh, really difficult up, not to give stuff away because there's some really cool bits and there's some really, really yeah, awesome I mean, bits. And the... I don't, I'm not going to spoil it. That's why I would just I would just say just if you can just get around to watching all of it. That's the thing, though. What's the statute of limitations on shows that when they're just putting them out there, like all as one thing, and it's kind of like, well, it's, it's only really... been six days for us, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. At this point, and on um, the seventh day, I rested and spoiled. I know. I kind of think um, they're almost like a movie, and a lot of like reviews that I listen to and read. Uh, the kind of general thing is anything in the first act is is fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the first act in this context would probably be like the first three or four episodes. Mm, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I think it's fairly, it's, I mean, a lot of stuff that's set up in the trailer and stuff, you know, you know that she has a relationship with Luke Cage. You only have to look at the wiki for Jessica Jones to know that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they, they kind of, uh, build a relationship around the fact that they're both sort of hmm. gifted. I um, did, I did love the way that he properly explained how tough he was. With the um the band was it the band saw the circular saw? <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was class. He, he takes it to his abdomen and it's just, it's just like smoke pouring out, and, and then you realise oh it's broken. <laughs> yeah, and there isn't even a mark on him. That's the thing. There is literally not a scratch. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm 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 hoping that they manage to uh, come up with some cool little ways to involve him. Yeah, uh, at some point. But, I would yeah. I would I would say though that I what I liked about it was that the show was very much about her, um, yeah, and it and it remains true to that pretty much all the way kind of through. You have your supporting cast like her her neighbour the the stoner and stuff like that, and you know and her best friend whatever and all that. Oh sort yeah, of, or her only friend Trish. Her, yeah, Trish, her only friend. Um, but that's the thing, and they obviously have their own little things going on and it's also quite written quite well with them as well but it remains centrally about her which i thought was awesome and that that stays true all the way through 
to the end. Oh, that's good to know. Also got um, Carrie-Anne Moss is playing a lawyer that <laughs> yeah. she's kind of affiliated with, Trinity from The Matrix. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, I was trying to place the name then. Yeah. Um, I was trying yes. to place the face for the first episode or two. She hasn't done anything like, for a while, is she? I've not seen her no. in, in anything else. She was in, like, Memento, but that was 15 years ago, so, oh, yeah. Oh, maybe she, she'll she, be in the remake that's coming out next year. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. God. <laughs> she's now um, playing a, um, sort of like a a cougar aged sort of tough as nails lawyer who's uh <laughs> snogging up her intern or something in it <laughs> oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> who's ridiculously good looking but she hasn't aged too badly either to be honest she's a bit of a sexy predator <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah she is mandibles and everything awesome <laughs> cool so anything else to say about jessica jones definitely worth a watch get yeah, netflix I- get it yeah, it's a no-brainer, Just, really. I'm so bloody glad with what Marvel are doing. Not only are they making awesome films that are fun to watch, but they're now making my TV experience just awesome. It's just, it's just the A. <laughs> it's good times. Good times to be watching telly. This has been the Not Watching Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk where you can hear myself and Ian talk about video games and virtual reality on the Not Playing Podcast and Adam, Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast. You can email us at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk and if you're listening to us on iTunes then please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you could or not. Sorry, currently listening to uh, things that sound like Chewbacca. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Including me. That's fantastic. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a cat here. You might want to say hello. Hang on. Yes, ma'am. Do you want to say hello? Can you hear him? No. How about now? No. Ah, oh, that's weird. He's talking. He's not happy with me grabbing him, though. Oh, poor Jasper. He's gotten to. Oh, heard that. He's gotten to a size now where he's like. Yeah, you can't just, <laughs> not you can't just pull me. him around because he'll get you back. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's awesome, though. He's cool. Hello, this is Discover, and we take customer service very seriously. We know that if you have a question or concern about your credit card, that's a serious matter, and you need to talk to a real person about it. So we offer around-the-clock access to seriously talented representatives in the USA. Again, it's a serious endeavor. The only funny thing about it is Bob. If you call us and Bob answers, you're in for a treat. Get 100% U.S.-based customer service and talk to a real person day or night. Discover.
exceptionally common sense. 